Hello world and welcome to FG Central. My name is Furious and of course Evo is upon us. And with that comes all of the hype, awesome announcements and crazy top 8s that come with the largest fighting game tournament in the world being held this weekend. But before we get to that, let me tell you guys a little bit about me and exactly what FG Central is and the role that it plays in the fighting game community. So where do I begin? Well, I guess I'll start with my introduction to fighting games. My introduction to fighting games was back in 1998. Actually, there were two fighting games that I played around the same time, both for the PlayStation 1. Those two games were Street Fighter Alpha 3 and Tekken 3. Funny enough, they're still two of my favorite fighting games to date. And kind of the reason why I'm here now. In fact, it's been quite a while since I've had to take this trip down memory lane, as far as my history of fighting games is concerned. So, let's see. Shortly after that, I do remember my oldest brother bringing home a copy of Battle Arena Toshinden, also for the PS1. Now, I have very, very, very fond memories of enjoying that game. In fact, I played that game recently. Well, not too recently. It was like 2013 or so. But recently, nonetheless. I had gotten a PS1 again just for the fun of it. And I played the hell out of that game. And uh, yeah, it was still fun. Some, what, like almost 20 years later. It was clunky and yeah, moved really slow and really annoying at times. And yes, the final boss is still cheap. But I still played the hell out of that game. And I still enjoyed the hell out of it. But let's move on. Now here's where things get a little bit complicated, because the next console we owned shortly after our PS1 got, uh, I'm gonna say stolen or taken, whatever, wasn't in 64. And as most of you know, the fighting game populace on the Nintendo 64 isn't as uh, intuitive as it was on the PS1. However, in the midst of all of the Turok 2, Mission Impossible, Mario Kart, Super Mario 64, GoldenEye, Star Fox, and everything else, what have you, there was, of course, Super Smash Brothers and Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Now, Smash, we can all agree, is fucking amazing. However, listen, I know what the consensus is on Mortal Kombat Trilogy. However... I don't know if it's because, you know, I was just young and probably enjoyed anything, but I thoroughly enjoyed that game. As a matter of fact, I played that game as recently as 2014, and man, wow, of course now I can see what everybody was talking about, I still enjoyed it, okay? It's one of those games. It's just one of those games that's stupid fun. It's fun for no reason. It doesn't deserve to be fun. It's kind of dumb. But I thoroughly enjoy Mortal Kombat Trilogy, okay? Has a lot of characters, you know? And by the way, this is coming from someone who actually isn't the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. I like the series, but it's definitely not in my top five. Maybe it narrowly edges my top ten. But listen, I like Mortal Kombat Trilogy. But then again, you're talking to someone who thoroughly enjoyed Mortal Kombat Armageddon also. So, hey, what do I know? So what else does the N64 have? Hey, does WWF No Mercy count? Because that game is fun as all hell. Still to this fucking day, that game is fun as all hell. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 
there are still to this day very few games who have a better creative character system than that goddamn game. Holy shit. And then there's Killer Instinct Gold, but uh, yeah, let's move on to the PS2. But before we get there, let me just say that I should probably note, because I'm sure most of you have noticed, I did not grow up in the arcades. I am a console-bred fighting game player. And up until this point, because from here on out, pretty much what I'm going to be going over is in no chronological order, I'm still a casual at this point. So back then, I was still playing fighting games casually. I had no idea about this, which is what I'm invested in right now. That would come much later. So, back to 6th generation, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube. Well, let's start with the original Xbox, since uh, that's probably where the least of these come from. There is where I played Mortal Kombat Deception. I played Armageddon mostly on the Xbox. I played Bloody Roar Extreme. I even played Capcom Fighting Jam on the Xbox at one point. Yeah, I know. We don't talk about that. But I just thought I'd mention it. Now, the GameCube. Oh, the GameCube. Yep, I love the GameCube. Uh, my favorite video game of all time, which actually isn't a fighting game, debuted on the GameCube. Shoutouts to Tales of Symphonia. But the GameCube is also home to, of course, Super Smash Bros. Melee. The very first Dragon Ball Z Budokai game was on the GameCube. I played that. And probably my favorite fighting game on the GameCube, Bloody Roar Primal Fury. I miss that franchise. Gotta get that franchise back eventually. Somebody's gotta bring it back. And now the PS2 just to get this bad boy moving along. So, we'll probably be here all day, so I'm just gonna name a few. Street Fighter Alpha Anthology. Guilty Gear, Ascent Core, and Ascent Core Plus. Tekken 4, Tekken 5. Oh, the list goes on and on. But I'm not going to be here all day. So let's move on to the fact that, funny enough, the very first game in my favorite fighting game franchise of all time actually debuted on the PS2. And that would be Arcana Heart. Now, let's talk about Arcana Heart really quickly. I'm going to go over this maybe some more in the future about what this franchise and maybe my other top four of my top five franchises mean to me. But the reason why Arcane of Heart is my favorite franchise of all time is because unless I'm wrong, I can't think of a fighting game franchise that I actually started from the beginning. Most, pretty much all of the fighting game franchises that I played I started from either the second game in the franchise or somewhere later. Arcana Heart was the very first game that I owned as a fighting game that was the first game in a franchise. And because it had a lot of mechanics, some very fun combos, and a very unique homing system that I hadn't seen in any other fighting game, it still stuck with me to this day. I learned every character in the game. I took it very seriously, even as a casual player back then, and Arcana Heart still, for that reason, resonates with me and still remains to be my favorite fighting game franchise, to date. So with that being said, let's fast forward to my introduction to competitive fighting games. 2013, I was on YouTube, 
And as a YouTube fanatic and someone who just loves watching content there, I was relaxing and I was, let's see, I think I was at home. And something just told me, I'm just looking through, looking for stuff to watch, and I put Street Fighter 4 Tournament. Literally, it's that simple. That was the start of it. All of these videos popped up. And while I had just known that there were fighting game tournaments in the past, maybe just either from uh, friends of mine or just seeing like or hearing about certain like venues where they would host them, I had no idea of the level to which this community was a thing. Literally from there, it was on. I mean, shortly after that, I was playing a lot of Dead or Alive Ultimate at the time. Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate to be exact. So I started looking up those tournaments. That was actually next after Street Fighter. And just hearing the commentators, seeing the hype, watching players pop off, hearing all of these terms that I never heard before, and just like feeling like I was there just from watching these videos. It was a world that I knew I had to become a part of. I enjoyed watching these players play and the level to which they played inspired me to up my game and pretty much want to play at that level. I mean, I had literally never seen anything like it. And mind you, my love for fighting games was always there, but they were just a hobby. I'm a music major in college. I'm actually a producer and songwriter. My major is music business creative production. And being that I play piano and drums, piano being very important in this little idea right here, it actually contributes a lot to playing fighting games because of things like muscle memory, motor skills, fine motor skills, and things of that nature. So learning how to play these games at a high level was very fun for me. And it was something that like, how can I say, I actually found that I was putting a lot of time into this without even realizing it. And it just continued from there. I have competed in tournaments. I did make top eight once at a local for Street Fighter V, got seventh place. Very small bracket though, but something to be proud of nonetheless. I was excited about that, even though, you know, it was a small bracket, but making top eight still felt great. Also, some online tournaments, very casual tournaments though, that people were just throwing online for like Dead or Alive 4, Dead or Alive 5. In Tekken 7, I used to do really good in those as well. And playing competitively is fun. It takes a lot of time, but there's a slight issue with me playing competitively, which leads me to what FG Central is and why FG Central is my contribution to the fighting game community. Because I want to contribute to this community, which means so much to me and has kept me thoroughly entertained for the past few years now. So while it is very rare, blind players are nothing new to the FGC. 
We rarely see them, but visually impaired and blind players do play fighting games. And we enjoy them very much. Although not all of them are very accessible, we still find ways to play them and enjoy them, and some of us even play them competitively. Yes, I am one of those blind players. Well, actually, I'm visually impaired, but I do have very little sight. Just enough to be mobile, but playing fighting games is, of course, very difficult for us. I always tell people, it's so funny how this actually worked out. When I was younger, my vision was slightly better, so I was actually able to play more than just fighting games. As I told you guys, my favorite game of all time is Tales of Symphonia. But when I was younger, I could play Resident Evil, some Devil May Cry. I pretty much got it in with everything. I'm a big Ninja Gaiden fan. Love me some Animusha. RPGs are just the best, probably my second favorite genre right next to fighting games. But as I got older, I did have some vision loss, uh, progressive vision loss. And fighting games were always my favorite genre. And that's probably one of, if not the only, minus games that are specifically made for blind people. Fighting games is probably the only genre that's somewhat accessible for us to even remotely play. So because I have very little vision, I can still play fighting games decently, I guess. So I always tell people it's so funny how that actually worked out. I'm glad fighting games were my favorite genre so I can still play them now. <laughs> funny enough. So why is playing fighting games so difficult for us? Well, think about it. There is a lot of things that take place in fighting games that are visual. Think about the startup of certain animations and how you do use that to react. Think about the counter hit message. That is one of the only ways to know in most games that you got a counter hit. Yes, some games do say counter as well, which is a little better, but not all of them do. There are a lot of things that we do in fighting games that are visual. Think about meter management. Think about games that have multiple meters, like a Street Fighter V, which has two. Or think about Blaze Blue if you're playing... You know, a character like Izayoi who has zero art meter, or Subaki who has her charge meter, or any character in a game that has a separate meter or some kind of extra mechanic that you need to visually see. Think about the timer. Think about all of these things, even just trying to remember health gauges and where they are. If you're playing on a stage with bad contrast and you're a visually impaired player, you won't be able to see those. Think about people who might want to play Smash. Think about that game. In that game, it's crucial because you could literally, if it's a small stage, you know, accidentally walk right off the stage or you might need to know where these platforms are. So... And for 3D fighting games, you know, there's some, you know, things there as well. So you want to know in Tekken 7, if you're on the stage with the floor breaks, you want to know you got that floor break or you want to know when the wall is nearby. So that is the reason why it's a little more difficult. Think about how much things you have to learn to play a fighting game competitively. Now imagine having to learn all of that spacing, punishment, combo timings, but then imagine having to come up with creative ways or having to get used to trying to process in your brain because you're doing it a lot off memory. How much health do they have left? 
How many times did I hit him? How much damage could I have dealt? Am I maybe close to killing him? Is this next combo going to kill? Uh, have they used any EX moves? Do they have enough meter? Are they? Do they have a super stocked up? How many meters do I have? You know, it's not impossible, of course. We've seen it done, but it is really difficult to play fighting games at a high level with the visual impairment. So what I did was I sat and I thought about how, how can I give back to this community that has kept me entertained, that has brought me a lot of joy, that, you know, I enjoy being a part of on my spare time when I'm not working, you know, out doing gigs, when I'm home and I got the day off from a show or something music related and I just want some good content. How can I give back to this community that's always been there? Because trust me, there's always a tournament. There's always something to watch. And then it was that exact same kind of idea that brought FG Central. FG Central is a lot like, for those of you who watch sports, pretty much Sports Center. It's going to be your one-stop shop for all of your tournament information who placed what, your tournament results, your leaderboard results for tournaments that are attached to world tours or pro tours. It's basically your sports center for fighting game tournaments. However, it doesn't stop there. While there's always a big tournament going on, I also want FG Central to be another factor in the community. For those of you who are involved in the fighting game community, maybe through media or who play or who have your own content, and for those of you who are spectators and who just love to watch these tournaments, I want you guys to be involved as well. So I do want to do other podcast episodes that aren't tournament-centric. Q&As, if you guys have any questions about fighting games or anything fighting game related, and I do mean anything, Maybe it's terminology. Maybe it's a tournament for a uh, result for a side tournament that I might have missed or wasn't able to cover. You want you want some information on that, or you want to know my thoughts on the game or the top eight if I get a chance to watch it. Anything, pretty much anything I want to do episodes on. I want to do episodes about announcements that are coming up. Fighting game announcements are some of the most exciting things, especially now, because this current climate, man, there are so many fighting games to play. They are everywhere, and I love it. I love it. I don't know yet. I doubt it, but I don't know if there's a thing, a such thing as too many fighting games. I don't think there's a such thing, okay? It is a niche genre, but everybody who plays them loves them, and just keep coming with the content. So... We can do episodes on that. Basically, if you guys ask me a question or leave a comment, I'll probably do maybe, well, I'll try my best to, especially if I come across it, address that in the next episode. So maybe at the end of each episode, I'll answer some questions that you guys might have had. Or if I saw a comment that I need to address, I'll address it in the next episode, whether it was on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or Twitch or something like that. We'll definitely see um, the podcast comments or whatever. I will definitely do that. I want this to be very community-centric so that when I'm not covering the tournament, we can be 
talking about announcements or maybe our top fives, you know, especially my top five. I would love to give you guys top five fighting games, top five theme songs, top five characters, you know, anything. Um, We can talk about crazy crossovers, pretty much anything fighting game related that comes to mind. We will do an episode on so we will have fun with this. And of course, the main concept or the main reason FG Central is here is to keep you guys up to date on what's going on in the tournament scene. Whether it's a big tournament, whether it's smaller, major, when we have the time, I'll cover some locals. If you guys want, we'll try to do side tournaments, especially as my uh, team gets bigger with FG Central, which I'm hoping happens soon. So there you go. That's FG Central and what it is and what it represents. FG Central is simply my contribution to the fighting game community. If you guys have any questions, once again, leave your comments uh, to FG Central. That is on Anchor. That is on Twitter. It's FG Central. There is an email, which is FGCentral1 at gmail.com. You guys can send them there. Facebook, FG Central, you know, follow me on Twitter. It's FG Central on Twitch, and it's also FG Central on YouTube. So, FG Central everywhere. If you guys want to follow, leave questions, um, make some comments, let me know. This is my first ever podcast, by the way, so you can even leave suggestions on that if you want. Um, Let me know any ideas you guys have, anything you want to talk about. And I guess I'll go ahead and tell you what we'll be covering. I mean, what else are we going to be covering? It's fucking Evo weekend, okay? So everything is going to be Evo this Sunday night when the first episode drops. Every goddamn thing is going to be Evo. It's Evo weekend. If the episode goes up Monday morning or Sunday night, I'm not sure yet when I'm going to record it. But come here I'm going to be covering as many tournaments as possible, especially the main ones. I'm going to be trying to watch all those top eights. I'm trying to get a bigger team so I don't always have to make sure I do all this by myself. It's, of course, time consuming. I'm willing to put in the work by myself for you guys, though, just so you guys can have all the information. Maybe you weren't able to catch the top eight right away. You know, you were busy, but you want those results. You want to know who's at the top of the leaderboards on the world tours for, you know, the Capcom Pro Tour or Dragon Ball Fighters new world tour. Shout outs to that. I'm super fucking hyped for that shit. Tekken World Tour, Killer Instinct, any other games that have one, you know, that's all going to be here. So, goddamn, looking forward to this. It's going to be fucking awesome. And I'm pretty much out. You know, follow me everywhere. Leave your questions. This is Furious. Peace world. And welcome again to FG Central. Your home for anything fighting game related. And where the community comes together. FG Central. Peace.